Hello, 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 guys. It is Relish FM here. Um, okay, so I um, recently posted to one of my TikTok accounts that I have that kind of like exposes the truth a bit and posts like a lot of things that I've been talking about for years and years and years that, you know, people were like, oh, you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, like the government doesn't lie to you. The government doesn't want to hurt you. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway, but um, there's a lot of uh, issues going on right now in uh, Australia with um, peaceful protesters, literally, people, even people from other countries that left their countries with no freedom and no rights to choose came to Australia, and they were even out there alongside with these uh, Australian citizens protesting against mandating uh, vaccines and stuff. And um, they even say that this is that this is not right. But uh, they're they were just standing there with signs, you know, making a point, you know, they uh, doing interviews, statements to the media who is also dealing with some issues down there. We'll talk about that in another podcast um but yeah innocent protesters okay so the the police the australian government sent their police to you know reprimand or i guess like disperse the protest crowd even though like um i'm not fully fully aware of some of australia's laws but i know that they are just as much up there as a first world country as Canada. Um, and actually we're, we're under the same monarch, the, uh, the British monarch owned by the queen. So, I mean, I would assume that our laws are probably similar or somewhat close, but, um, cause I'm Canadian. Um, yeah, no, so like they were, they, the officers, told them to go home or whatever and stuff, right? Some of these protesters literally lived on the same block, the exact same block, street, you know, neighborhood, whatever you want to call it, whether it was an avenue, a street, a freaking residential area, you know, an apartment building down a main, like, what it was like, main city street, something like that. Like, this is in Melbourne, Australia, so, like, I mean, it, it's not the capital, because the capital is Sydney, but it, it's pretty much similar to, like, the next big fucking city that's kind of there, you know, big deal. Anyway, um, they are being assaulted by police, these innocent protesters going home, they live on the same block, these cops are run across the street, and there's body cam proof. I'll provide a link to the video. I posted it on my TikTok, and it's actually, it's going pretty viral right now, um, which is kind of cool. And a lot of people are loving the video. Like, it's got over a 1,000 likes already. Almost, like, 6,000 people have seen it. Um, there's only, like, one person that seemed to comment that is up for giving up their freedoms, I guess, and their rights and to being controlled by the government, which doesn't make sense because I don't really know anyone who'd want to He'd want to do that.
I mean, like, you know, you guys are all out here fucking fighting for fucking, you know, equality over, you know, black-skinned people. Or equality over, you know, the Latinos and the Mexicans and everything like that. Like, you guys can't be fighting for equality and freedom for all these people if you're going to force someone to shove a fucking vaccine in their arm. You know, like, that's like people who are saying, oh, well you know, oh, your body, your choice, like, I'm against the vaccines, but I'm also, you know, pro-life, like, what? No, that's, no, that's, that's, like, those are, like, those people, like, the main people in charge, so all those people that you see in the media and everything that are part of, like, you know, feminist campaigns, like, I guess a good example would be Trudeau, because he's dumb and clearly doesn't even understand, like, he compared gun control with feminism and put it under like the same thing. And I was like, that has nothing to do with it. I was like, the reason why we were tightening our gun laws was because America was tightening their gun laws. And that's because of these mass school shootings. The fuck does it have to do with feminism? Like what? First of all, like what a dumbass. Clearly uh, you have a bunch of puppeted, um, puppeted corrupt, advocates as these that are like you know these higher up people and you get people like them who ruin the actual meaning of these things so like you know what true feminism actually really is and shit like that like uh, people are people are just kind of dumb um anyway you can't be fighting for base equality you can't be fighting for sexuality and gender equality you can't be fighting for you know um for things to be stopped against uh you know even things with genocide and stuff like that like you can't you can't do that because you are contradicting yourself when you say that you know oh there needs to be freedom for people people need to choose you know people shouldn't be told or, or brought by a societal structure or, you know, feel coerced or pressured. Again, peer pressure. We learn about this in fucking school. They teach us. Don't get peer pressured from drugs. Don't get peer pressured into doing things you don't want to do. But yet here is everyone peer pressuring each other to do fucking the mandatory vaccines or to get your shot. Like, you can't be advocating for that stuff. If you're fucking, if you're basically telling people to stop protesting for their rights and freedoms against this, and to basically state, hey, that's my body, my choice, just like how it's, you know, your sexuality, your choice, just like how everyone should learn to, to respect, be kind, share with one another like I don't understand why it's it's so hard to do that I mean we were able to do it so many fucking million years back then like fuck another thing like there being 
<laughs> assaulted by their police. And I'm sorry, but um, even if you're in a uniform and, you know, well, first of all, you're supposed to be there to serve and protect. And when you tell a group of innocent protesters to go home, and they do, but they live on the same fucking street and block that the fucking protest was happening on, that does not give you the right, doesn't matter if you're in a uniform, doesn't matter if you were just a fucking block off the side of the street, or, you know, just a random, even if you were, even if you were a kid, like, you know, (laughs) you go up to somebody and you assault someone, You are, it doesn't matter, you know, uniform or not. You don't have that authority. You don't have that right. And what makes it okay for you to do that? And then what makes it okay for, you know, people to go around and try to think that that's right? And it's like, no, no, okay, you guys are going around protesting for freedom, but then you say that it's okay for these policemen and for these government officials to enforce these laws upon us when we were just fighting for things and fighting for freedoms and stuff. Like, okay, so I come from Canada. We celebrate every November 11th. We honor and celebrate. We're supposed to wear poppies, okay? We have, we are, well, we're told to wear a poppy. Not everyone wears poppies and you know, I understand. Okay, whatever. You know, you don't want to support that shit. That's fine. You don't see people going around fucking assaulting fucking other Canadians for not wearing a fucking poppy. No, you know what happens? Some man goes on television and tells people to be grateful that we had those ancestors back then. Those, those you know, soldiers, lots of men and women, okay, So that whole, like, oh, women were not in the army thing, yeah, that's bullshit, okay? They're just, they don't, you're not going to find that in a mainstream political fucking textbook, okay? You got to search and dig deep for this shit, because you think they want you to know that there were women in the fucking war? (laughs) No. But anyway, they fucking, they fought, (laughs) they fought for us to have a free country. They teach us this in school. Okay, I even went to school, in a public school, in the corrupt fucking system, and even though I still thought outside of the box, I still did take in a lot of information, yes. I questioned a lot of the information, but some of that information is right, okay? Yes, we did have soldiers fight for our freedoms. They died for our freedoms. We honor them every day on November 11th. So, it is what? What day is it? September 20th? Huh, it's fucking election day. Look at that. Anyway, that's, that's another topic. It's September ele- uh, 20th right now. We've got two more months until Remembrance Day. And I, and you bet your fucking ass that you'll see, you'll see me standing out there with posters saying, you guys want to mandate vaccines? and prevent us from choosing what we put in our body, yet you guys are out here fighting for frickin' ethnicity equality and sexuality equality. 
And then here you guys are running around with not wearing a fucking poppy. Like, you guys want freedoms. And we have a day to honor those people that had already fought for those freedoms for us. And you guys are willing to throw it all away. Then what the fuck did they fight for? Then why is November 11th a day? If, 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 if we as Canada are no longer, I know we're no longer a peacekeeping country. You know, I know we rule like, yeah, we were until, you know, that fucking ended, um, in 2013. Um, anyway, um, but why do we run around? Why do we, you know, have ceremonials? Why do we have all these veteran men come in and play, you know, the bagpipes? And why do we give a moment of silence to honor the dead, those who fought? It's not even just to honor the dead. It's to, it's to honor everyone who, who either didn't have a choice because back then, actually, if if there was a war, they came right into your house and they fucking took you from the ages of 12 to what was it, like 20-something? Men were reprimanded from their homes with no choice. And that stuff still goes on today. There, I actually came across, it was funny, I came across an episode of Border Security and this man from somewhere in, um, like, Central Asia, like, Russia kind of area, um, he was fleeing his country and ended up lying to the border security people about having, you know, a visa and a work, work thing and was going to this conference that apparently had already happened because in his country, they don't have the freedom and the choice to choose if they want to go to war, like we do now. In Canada, if you want to go and serve your country, you go and you sign up in the fucking military, and you serve your country. Okay, they don't come knocking on your fucking door anymore and just taking your fucking men out of your house like they used to. Okay? So, they didn't even really have a fucking choice either back then, but then they fought for freedoms, for us to have a choice so that we don't have to fucking, you know, wait for our country to go in a fucking world war again or have a, have a small little, like, you know, war against, well, people in the country is what it would be. People who didn't want to allow people to have freedom of choices. So again, you know. Why, why, why did we fight for, for women's rights in the fucking 60s and 70s if, you know, in 2021 we were gonna just fucking throw it right out the fucking shitter again? Huh? Why do you guys keep backtracking with shit? Or, again, why do, why does, why does majority of the population contradict themselves? Because, like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not triggered. What makes me mad is the fact that I used to hate when people did that. You know? It's funny. I was watching a video 
of like Bill Gates explaining something with the vaccines. And it's funny because with his one response, you want to know what he said? He was like, yeah, but. And the minute I heard those two words come out of his mouth, it was like I got fucking blast back to the past when I was a kid. And I used to say, yeah, but. And you want to know what my father used to say to me? There is no yeah buts, okay? There's no fucking excuses. But yet you guys are all out here listening to this fucking joke, and you're believing his fucking excuses. Because why? Because yeah, but. Really not like stop and just like take a deep breath and look at the bigger picture and realize how fucking dumb you guys make a lot of the people who are here trying to like, you know, make sure that we don't get turn into a communist country and don't get our freedoms that, you know, these ancestors in the back in, and in the past have fought for us, for us to just basically give it all away. And for what? It's not like you're going to be the ones getting any richer. It's only the fucking millionaires that get richer and the people who are a part of the whole fucking scheme. <clears throat> you're not going to be the one that gets to become a billionaire all of a sudden. Like, like there is no benefit for you as a civilian if you fucking approve of this. Like, you know how hard it is living in oil country and being an advocate for against Oil and gas? Fuck, I'm even against logging. You know that we could have saved so much forest and so much trees and so much oxygen if y'all would have just fucking made paper and all your stupid other shit out of fucking hemp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would literally solve so much shit if we would have just switched to hemp. But again, yeah, but really all I fucking feel like I'm hearing out of everyone's fucking mouths nowadays. I'm actually kind of happy that part of my part of my TikTok video got viral and that like majority like literally like I'd probably say like 95% of the people who liked the video, commented and watched it were were agreeing with what was going on is wrong. Um, there was even one man in the comments that clearly just simply couldn't understand. And there were several people that were like, what, what don't you understand? Like, he's seen his friends get assaulted by police. It doesn't matter if they're in uniform. You assault someone, you're no longer of higher authority. And even then, what, 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 like, where does it state? In the law that cops are above the law. Like my mom used to say, well, if your fucking girlfriends all went and jumped off a bridge, would you do it? You can't tell me that nobody has never heard that fucking saying as they were like, you know, growing up and shit as a kid when they would do something because you, you didn't do it for the sake of you or you didn't think to see how it would benefit you, you just did it because everybody else was doing it.
You just went along. people you just followed the flow you followed the system you followed you know all these regulations or you wanted to be cool and hip so you know you got to follow the mainstream you know and 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 this is a good example because I've had people try to buy my love okay if and and even if I was to get a lot of money, you know where most of that money would go? Oh, I, I wouldn't be buying it for a big-ass mansion. I wouldn't be spending a bunch of money on pointless fucking Lamborghini car wraps for different colors of each fucking month. Like, some of these millionaires are, are out there. Like, it's such a, such a, such a distorted version of reality. Like, like, fuck, you think any of those fucking celebrity parents actually change a diaper? Probably not. I mean, Kylie Jenner had to buy a fucking yellow school bus be- for her daughter because her daughter seen a school bus and was like, oh my god, why don't I have, like, why don't, I don't know anything about this because she, she doesn't go to school. She doesn't know what a fucking school bus is. Like that, that, that's fucked up. I mean, even back then, before the system was corrupt, they still had, they had school buses to haul kids. And back then, they fucked, there wasn't certain grades. Fuck, they'd have kids from kindergarten, grade four, grade fucking nine, and grade 12 all sitting in the same fucking goddamn little, little like square room. And they weren't even teaching them stupid shit. Like, fucking, uh, like, lies about fucking space and shit like that. Like, God, I swear, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save up my money. I'm gonna buy myself a real good fucking telescope. And I'm gonna take some pictures of these fucking stars and planets that, you know, so-called NASA likes to fucking over, uh, over Photoshop. And plus, I'm a, I'm a, film and media student uh I was ever since like I've been in film and media all through grade seven grade eight grade nine grade ten and halfway through grade 11 literally they teach you how to search up properties of pictures you know how we learn this because our teacher told us that if he caught us editing pictures he would be able to look because here is how you can find the properties and and you think they told us that right away no you learn that gradually over the years just like how when you you know you attend foods class or sewing you don't just get thrown on a fucking machine right away you normally have to read a textbook or you have to do a bunch of paperwork first to see if you actually uh comprehend or understand what the fuck's going on So, like, it's not, fuck, again, it's not rocket science, you guys. Like, literally, like, you can literally save a picture, go to its fucking settings, check its properties, and, oh, you can also bring the exposure all the way up or down. Either way, you can try both ways, probably works either way. But it will literally show you if the image had any, uh, 
copied or cut and paste or added pictures to it. Like, <laughs> this is simple. And this is stuff that they teach you, well, from, well, with digital film, okay? Because this is what happens when you use, like, Canon cameras, Nikon, okay? But I'm also very well educated in analog film, which is where when you take a picture, there is no digital screen. It's chemicals mixing together as you take the picture that fucking react that causes the freaking picture to display and colorize the way that it does on a certain piece of hard, like, card paper, index, like, anything that would look like well, Polaroid film, technically, would be considered great analog examples. And you want to know how many times I've caught in this, like, even, like, the sun simulator. Like, I have pictures of the fucking sun from 2014, and it looked normal. And then I have a picture of the sun from, like, last year, and it looks like fucking Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. And then there's a bunch of fucking, like, Weird, like, honeycomb-looking, like, glitched, like, textures all around where the Mr. Burns face is on the sun, okay? And, again, I've even tried to comment on countless YouTube videos of people that are, like, trying to debunk the sun simulator. And it's like, okay, well, again, you're just talking with digital, okay? This is, this is all just things that you're trying to prove with digital now uh do some research and try to debunk the sun simulator take it with analog film because analog film is different those are not digital that has nothing to do with digital technology it has to do with a button hitting another freaking lever that basically causes these chemicals in the film chemicals to react Okay? It's not digital. Digital is when you take a picture and the fucking picture appears on the screen right back at you. Like, say, when you take a picture on your iPhone. Or, you know, you go out with your big Nikon or freaking Canon, you know. You've got your D500 and shit and you've got all your other lenses and everything like that. Yeah, like that, that's all. I even have... An, an original, with the original, um, receipt on it, actually, yeah, it's even got my Nana's name, and the freaking paper looks like it was written on yesterday, it's from 1965, and it's a German camera that my grandpa bought, again, you need actual film, like a roll of film, a film that they used to develop that they are now getting rid of. Well, film technology like that, which I don't understand why. Because I, to be honest, analog is probably the best, the best kind of film ever. Because you know what? All those people that, you know, take pictures of things or, you know, they say like they got a picture and then they try to go back and look at it and, like, say, oh, well, the memory card somehow ended up being empty or, or oh, like, they didn't have, you know, fucking, 
uh, what is it, like a external plug-in port piece to help, you know, fucking back up their images. Well, back then you didn't need that because when you took the image, it would come out the top. Or it would basically be developed right there or on a roll where you could easily go into a fucking dark room. And I've done this too. I used to develop analog film in fucking school. The best thing is, is that in Manitoba, when I lived there, they teach you stuff that they don't fucking teach you in Alberta. See, on Alberta and Canada, they focus on oil and gas and pioneers from 1920, and that's it. In Manitoba, they actually teach you about things that happened back in the 1800s when Canada was first being established as a country. They teach you about how uh, the number one advocate that was, like, one of the biggest supporters for Métis and First Nations people in Canada, Louis Riel, was hung. They teach you all that. Not to mention, Manitoba is also um, a French-speaking province. It isn't, it is not considered a national bilingual country like, uh, sorry, province like uh, New, New Brunswick is, which is weird. But actually, the French that they teach you in Manitoba is different than the French they teach you in Quebec. And the Quebec French and the Manitoban French is actually different from the French they teach you in Paris, in actual France. So I bet y'all didn't fucking know that either. Like, they actually, like, 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 and, and these, these, all these, these, you know, Things I'm telling you are literally experience. These are stories and experience of what I have experienced. Okay? I'm not lying to you. I fuck, you got the money? Let's go fucking drive up to Manitoba. I go sit in the school and I'd fucking bet you right there that you'd probably be blown away. Especially if you've never left the province. But you know, like, they don't either, they don't even tell you either that in Alberta, the oil sands, you know, the oil sands where a lot of us get our oil from that people are, you know, getting really mad about because Trudeau is buying, um, well, Middle East oil. I'm not supporting him. I fucking, I hate any type of political, um, author, uh, authoritarian. Or, uh, you know, person who is basically just being a fucking puppet, puppet, puppet for the big, bigger, uh, the bigger issue. But, um, yeah, like, they don't tell you that basically as long as I've been alive and I'm, like, almost 23. Okay, I turned 23 in November. But as long as I've been alive, there have been countless. City council meetings in these reservations of First Nations that have reserves that are downstream from where the oil sands are. And the reason why they're protesting is because they don't want to see their people die from not having proper cleaning drinking water um, from having, and, and that's not just from putting a, a medical, or sorry, not medical, a fucking, 
uh, cleaning facility uh, water waste treatment thing and putting like, you know, an actual like uh, water treatment plant, you know, and getting them hooked up to city water and shit. No, no. The reason they want fresh drinking water is because the oil sands are leaking into their streams and oil can cause fish to actually exceed their limits of mercury levels, okay? So you know how you they tell you that you can eat a fish or, like, what what is it, like, two or three fish in a week or something, and if you eat any more, you could, you know, potentially be exposed to really high mercury levels and all this shit, okay. Now, imagine if oil was being leaked into your only food supply because like this is the reservation like they're they're thousands and thousands of miles away from any close fucking city and and stuff like that like they live off the land okay these are native american people that live off the land because that's what they do this is what they always done this is their culture this is actually where we all come from okay this whole materialistic westernized fucking even european and, like, all those fucking Roman and Greek fucking monarchs and hierarchy things were all just put there to make pointless shit seem important. And the beauty of actual earth and nature and... You know, just going out and absorbing the fucking earth as she is. Is like, you know, ooh, that's like, you're weird. You must be a hippie freak. Um, no, I'm actually in tuned and probably way more better at a homostasis level than you are, who's probably addicted to fucking 91 different prescription drugs and still sucking off the government's tit like it's your mama. Um, they, like, you know, but they're, they're having their water and their fish tainted because instead of having a limit of, you know, maybe only eating three fish a week because of, like, high mercury levels, they're literally, uh, like, catching fish, bringing it home that same day, eating it for dinner, and then within the next few days, they wake up and they're fucking... You know, their their people are dropping dead. And then you look in their autopsies, and they have high levels of mercury. Well, why? Well, if you follow the fucking stream, you know, like like a direction, like a compass, like all, how all y'all follow the north frickin' star to know that you're going north, or how you look at which way the sun's going, or which way the sun sets so that you know which, which way is east and west, you follow the stream. Well, you're going to find the connection, which is, oh, the oil sands are right there, the big oil industry, um, and it's leaking disgusting big amounts of oil into the only food source and water source that a lot of these First Nation people in Alberta have. And they've been talking about this. For about 20 years, okay? And I'm almost 23. 
basically for as long as I've been fucking alive, they've been advocating this, and yet everyone has ignored them. And I've been talking about this for a long time, too, because I am so against oil and gas. And it's funny because people are like, oh, well, when you go to turn your heat up and you got to touch the thermostat, you know, maybe you should be thankful that that gas is set it up. And it's like, you dumbass. We used to use wood burning stoves. OK, yes, there is a difference between cutting down a few trees, OK, and saving wood and lumber. But you know what the difference was, was that they were actually planting and making sure that those trees that they planted actually grew to replace the ones that they took down. Whereas these stupid organizations and these stupid little fucking projects that go around planting trees for every one that gets cut down, you think they're going out there and they're fucking monitoring and checking these areas to make sure that these trees are actually making it? Because you know that there's actually a, a spruce uh, infestation happening with a lot of our maple, spruce, um, our pine or pine trees, it's this type of freaking bug. Yeah, and, and it, it actually attacks a lot of the younger, uh, shorter. Because it takes a hundred years for these fucking trees to grow as big as they look. And I don't think people understand. Then, like, you know how long a year is, okay? We all dread the longness of having to deal with a new year or having to deal with the rest of the year. You know, it seems like by the time fucking, you know, July hits, it's like, oh my god, like, it's going to be fucking December soon. But then also by the time it hits winter, it gets pretty cold and pretty snowy and pretty uh uneventful out here. And that's when the days get slower, okay? They don't, it doesn't seem like the days go by so fast, okay? As opposed to in the summer when you're living life, you're taking in a lot of that sun. You're trying to enjoy life, okay? I mean, winter is beautiful too, but I, I just, I hate the cold. I, I, I'm, I'm very much like a hibernation type person, but, um, anyway, but like, yeah, like, if it takes a hundred years for a fucking tree to grow as tall as they are, but yet you guys don't want to be waiting that long, like, like, even like in history, like when we look, look up history, when we learn history, you guys are literally, like, reading it in a textbook, and you guys are literally acting as if this shit happened within weeks. And it's like, no, this shit happened. Like, the French Revolution didn't happen in a month or in a year. It went on for years and years and years and years. Like, do you guys not understand that? So, like, when you try... To say that, like, oh, well, you know, we can't live without oil and gas. Well, what the fuck did you think they did before 1947, for fuck's sakes? Like, honestly. Okay, you can save a bunch of forests and, you know, actually properly plant trees to replace the ones that you do cut down for firewood for your wood-burning stoves that aren't run on no gas, that aren't connected to no pipes. The only thing that it's connected to is the fucking, like, furnace uh, shaft extender that leads to the outside of the house so that you don't fucking die from inhaling smoke fumes. <laughs> and, like, there's even air intake uh, inspection uh, codes, too. 
because my mom has a wood-burning stove in her house, okay? Like, it's not entirely, like, you know, like, ancient shit, okay? And it's sad because a lot of these things can withstand so much time and so much use. I found an abandoned house that hadn't even had electrical put in yet, okay? They hadn't even reached the stage of being able to have a light switch put in their house. And they had a fucking octopus furnace. And you want to know what what that is? It's like a fucking wood-burning furnace downstairs that has like eight different freaking sections. Because this house was like, it looked like it had been used as like a bed and breakfast or probably like a, like maybe some sort of, I don't know, like maybe, I wouldn't say like a rich family because like the house wasn't like a mansion. But the kitchen was huge. Okay, and the basement was huge because of the freaking furnace that they had down there. And it was still in good condition. Oh, my God. It looked like you could literally freaking put some firewood in there and turn her on, and she'd still run perfect. Barely any rust. And it's like these things are just left to... Are just left for what? Well, for people like me to go around and obviously find and document and explore because, again, you want to save something historic, you want to save something that's part of history? You got to come up with your own money and you got to learn how to donate and preserve those things, okay? The government, it's rare that they cover that. Like, a good example would be the town of Dorothy right now in Drum Heller. There is probably only three people that live there and they are trying so hard to keep the grain elevator from basically being destroyed by weathering because the roof is gone. I have a Polaroid of the of the grain elevator. And if I was to go back there today, from when I was there in 2014, no, sorry, 2015, was it 15? No, it would have been 16, actually, yeah, because it would have been when me and my sister and my stepdad went with my mom. Yeah, so 2016, I have a Polaroid of the Dorothy grain elevator. And if I was to go there today, I'd take a picture of it, you would see such drastic change, and it's just from weathering, and it costs thousands of dollars to, well, preserve these things, and to be honest, I think grain elevators are are a part of history, it should be a part of history, Canada's history, because, well, agriculture, you know, I don't think that farming is bad, farming is good, we did it back then too, even even like even people that had tribes and stuff like that and back then that lived in you know these little tribal areas with these groups of people they go hunting okay but again you want to know what the sick thing is is that see we took something good like hunting and the Native Americans, they don't waste nothing, okay? They use every single piece of that animal. And they actually say, well, back then they used to say sacred thing. To make sure that its spirit would actually move on. You know, it was like, oh, Mother Nature, like, you know, like, forgive me, but, you know, I have to eat this animal. Like, thank you for, you know, providing this for me. I'm going to make sure its spirit can at least go on to the other side or at least whatever, wherever it, you know, 
bounces back and flows through and you can search this up. Okay, this is like written in fucking books about Aboriginal people, even not just like First Nations and like Cree and Blackfoot and everything in like Canada and the US, but there was tribal people all across fucking Australia. They were, we learned about like, well, what you guys would consider Latino people today, but the Aztecs were what the, they were called back then in the ancient, not even ancient times. They, they created a genocide with that too. And we learned about that in Canada. Like that's in our history books. Like we learned about the French Revolution, a little bit about, well, in Alberta, you learn a little bit about Canada's history, which is mostly just gas and oil and the pioneers. You don't really learn much about the 1800s history unless you go to other provinces that actually make that shit aware. Okay. And they tell you that the French came on their boats and they brought their rats, their disease-infested rats, from their disease-infested things because you want to know what they did? They used to literally throw their own waste in the streets. Like, you'd shit or you'd spit or piss in a spittoon. And when it got full, you would huck it out the window and it used to land on people. And then you wonder why y'all got sick. Well, when you're fucking having feces fights with everybody, yeah, that's excrement. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? Like, and I swear to God, if anyone tries to frickin' say, oh, well, you can drink your own pee and survive. Yeah, that's in, like, if you're, you know, you ended up like that guy who got his fucking arm literally stuck between a fucking rock and a cliff, and you had to, like, you know, sever it off and survive until you run into somebody who can help you, then, yeah, I'd probably drink my own fucking piss, too. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about other shit, okay? So, you know, they'll, like... You guys brought your dirty, infested shit all the way to well, what would be Mexico, the Aztec people, and you killed them, and you knew what you were doing, and you still proceeded to let it happen, almost like because you guys used it as an attack method, and that's genocide, too, so, you know. Oh, another thing? I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna bring this up too. I know I'm all over the place right now, but I really don't care. This stuff is important for you guys to know. Search it up, do a little bit of research. I'm only briefly covering a little bit of this. This seems like almost like gonna be like an hour long, but um, remdesivir is a toxin. It is a poison. Okay, they found this out. It's poisonous to humans. And they figured this out in 2018 when they gave a bunch of remdesivir to Ebola patients, and it killed them, okay? Um, there's doctors all across the fucking world. I'm not even just talking about American doctors, like, okay, you know what, any doctor that, like, you know, properly studies medicine, like, so those doctors that don't want to fucking, you know, give their patients these shots because they know that it's going to kill them or they know it's going to cause severe health things, good for them. I hope they stand up for their, for, you know, their medical practice, because this is what they love doing, but they're not going to fucking sit there with the guilt, knowing that they could have saved somebody, but instead they fucking 
did more harm and or caused their death. Because again, just like how you guys keep saying the police and the, and the law have an oath to live up to. Well, I hope y'all didn't know that the fucking, that the nurses and the doctors have an oath to live up to as well. So, um, throw that in your cereal bowl. But anyway, Remdesivir was given, and for some odd reason, somebody said that it is the number one thing that you should be treating for this whole COVID thing. America bought up all of the Remdesivir medication, and we're prescribing it and giving it to people who got COVID before the vaccine, okay? This is before the shot. There are doctors all over the world that will tell you this, that if you were to give Remdesivir to a healthy person, even somebody who didn't even have COVID, somebody who was not suffering from any type of deficiency, vitamin, or nutrition, someone who was 100% healthy, like healthy, like there's nothing wrong, they are good. If you were to give them that, they died. And you want to know what they died from? They died from acute kidney failure, heart failure, and liver failure. Because it is a poison that attacks those fucking organs. It causes organ failure. So, I mean, and they knew this in 2018, yet they still told and and America in 2020 from, like, what was it? Like, uh, from, like, February to, like, October? Almost, like, a whole year. They were poisoning. Knowingly poisoning and causing organ failure by giving COVID patients this poison. And I'm sorry, but isn't, isn't that a form of genocide? Wouldn't that be? So anyone who wants to bring up anything that has happened in the past about stuff, well, you better be able to back up your shit because your country is still doing it today. I mean, it's not, it's not bad to inform people, but I'm saying like you can't go around to people who had nothing to do or weren't even alive around the time that these past historic genocides happened. You can't hold these people who have no idea or don't even have anything to do with it or weren't even, you know, in this country to begin with. Like, a lot of the fucking people that immigrated over to Canada immigrated in the 1900s already after Canada had already been fucking, you know. Yeah, okay, there were still Native American kids going to residential schools, but do you think the fucking immigrants that came from Europe, um, Asia, um, the South America, because they had propaganda posters that they posted everywhere advertising agriculture, come to Canada. Canada is a wonderful country. It's a free country. Well, eventually, once we fought for our freedom, yes, again. There was a free country. Yeah. These people had nothing to do with it. They were trying to escape their country, okay, from a shitty life. 
Or, you know, they didn't want to live in a country where, say, World War II was going to be going on. And, like, I am one-fourth Métis Aboriginal on my dad's side. My dad is also half French, okay, on my mom's side. She's German. I'm second-born Canadian descent. My mom is first-born. My nana and my papa, they came from Berlin, Germany. My nana watched her Jewish friends get pulled out of their house and shot in the street for not complying when Hitler was in power, okay? You think my nana accepted what was going on? No. My nana was also a single mother in the 60s, which was frowned upon because she was trying to escape her ex-abusive husband before she met my mom's dad and had my mother. So she came to Canada escaping her own country's genocide. You think she knew what was going on? No. So therefore, you cannot hold my family technically accountable for what happened when it's like, well, she escaped her country from A, almost being killed, and B, well, it's either you follow Hitler's, uh, you know, Nazi regime, or you get shot in the head and you end up like everybody else. And back then, I mean, you know, well, being a woman, a single mom in the 60s in Europe, I would probably flee too. But see me, I've got nothing to die for now. I don't have children. I have angel babies, yes. Okay, I have miscarried. I don't have any living children. The only thing I have going for me are my two rescue cats and my fiancé. But honestly, like, if I had kids, I would probably not be so indulged in this. I mean, I would be, but not as much. But, I mean, I'm literally willing to put on a fucking suit of armor, grab a shield, and go. I will literally come nose to nose with the fucking government and any police, any type of authority type of person if I have to. And I will literally stand up and potentially die, yeah, for my freedom. But I'm doing it voluntarily, because why? Because this is my country also. I'm one-fourth Métis. I am one-fourth half-French, half-Aboriginal. So technically, this happened to a group of my people. So of course I'm going to be an advocate for them. You know how many people have tried to say that I was crazy? They tried to shut me up, and it's like, you guys literally are trying to shut up. Yeah, I might look white. I might look like a white German you know, ethnic girl, but I am one-fourth Métis Aboriginal. Okay, and actually you can tell, well, by my nose, more so say, um, (laughs) my blood, my DNA. Even just looking at my dad's dad, like my grandpa, oh my god, native as fuck, like literally, I was going to say, you know, I always thought it was kind of a little weird why why I, like, kind of shifted a little bit more towards, like, being accepted or having a lot of, like, you know, Aboriginal Native American friends. Well, fuck, because they're my people! Oh, and another thing I want to make clear, the reason why... People are standing up for the... Uh, protesters in Australia for being, um, assaulted by police 
is because they were actually peacefully protesting. They were standing there on the block with their signs, you know, written in marker or Sharpie, you know, their, what their opinions are, like, why they're out here protesting. They were not doing anything. And there is media. There is frontline media there posting it trying to show you guys but the mainstream media is trying to block it from you guys to make sure that you see this but they're there to prove that these people are being innocent and it's the police that are acting like they have authority above the fucking law and that they're allowed to uh to show violence and act out violence towards peaceful uh innocent civilians um in a country that has freedoms of that, that isn't a communist country again. Like, they're literally out here acting like fucking China or, like, North Korea. Like, we're not a communist country. What don't you fucking understand? So, therefore, I have a right to be out here. I'm not fucking assaulting anybody. I'm not throwing punches and running across the street to assault peaceful people. I'm not even fucking being verbally abusive right now or anything. Like, I literally... Just standing there, being innocent. And yet they're trying to make them seem like these protesters are all, like, you know, that these they're trying to demonize these people. But yet you see all these people for the Black Lives Matter, they were like, oh, these are peaceful protesters too. No, they weren't. Okay, and if you actually watched the frontline media that was there, or even some fucking Snapchat videos that these dumbasses were dumb enough to even post to their stories, they physically break and enter on private property where, as these Australian people, they're not on private property, they're on public, okay? And that's the difference between Australia and Canada and the U.S., okay? The Can- Canada, our privately owned things, are also funded by the government, unlike the states, whereas the states have government-funded shit and then privately-owned funded shit. So when it's privately owned, yeah, the government still kind of doesn't really have a say because it's a privately owned thing. This is the difference between these countries. Okay? Like, it's not fucking rocket science, okay? And the BLM people were also going up to elderly white people on the street that weren't even from Europe, that weren't even fucking of German descent, and they were calling them fucking Nazis to their face. And I'm sorry, but, like, I'm a 90s baby. I'm part of no Gen Z shit, okay? I wasn't taught about 9-11 in just school. I wasn't born after it happened. I was born before it happened. So, therefore, I am a millennial, okay? You guys seriously are so dumb out here trying to say that, oh, some of these 90s and, like, early 2000s babies. It's like, no, okay? Anything, anyone that was literally born in... 96, 97, 98, 99. I don't, 99, I probably wouldn't even classify because they were literally like fucking infants when that shit happened. But I was like three, watching the TV. And I can tell you, I, I remember a lot of shit that happened when I was three, four years old, okay? Even fucking dreams of shit that were like, you wouldn't even be able to, to properly, um, connect things with because I had never even seen anything really all that scary. Like, you know, like, like this was before 
I had seen, like, fucking Lord of the Rings or, like, Harry Potter, but yet why was I fucking getting visits of the Angel of Death when I was four years old? Huh? I'd never seen a fucking image of that in my life, but yet... And for some reason, it's like I just knew that it wasn't... It was like a... Like a... My... My... My spidey senses are tingling. You know, you get, like, that gut feeling, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like that. So, yeah, like, again, like, this wasn't... Like, you don't see Australian people going out to people on the street. Um, because Australian people are not defacing, um, you know, or vandalizing property. They were being respectful, peaceful protesters, and they got fucking assaulted for it. And anyone who's dumb enough to just stand by and watch that happen... It's just as much as a low-life piece of shit as any other as any other one of those corrupt people out there. And if you can't seem to wake up and understand that, and you're seriously, literally, all about being controlled and having somebody make decisions for you, well, then you have no hope for humanity. And I also really hope that you never reproduce, because why would you want to bring... Your children into a world where they don't have the right to choose stuff. And anyone who's trying to like protect these police officers, so if a police officer, despite him, you know, if he was in uniform, he came up to you and shot you in the head in front of a bunch of people for no reason. Just like how we came up to these peaceful protesters that were walking home. They lived down the block. Like, um, officer, I live right there, and you literally punched me out because I live right there, and I'm walking home because I live right there. And the protest was happening just down over there. Like, it's not like he was, like, you know, prostituting himself. He wasn't endangering the public. There's even like authority authorities out there that are telling you like people that if they um speak badly about the pandemic or the coronavirus, that they they'll be uh what was it? Disciplinary actions will be apprehended. The fuck does that mean? Yeah, you guys are out here saying, oh, freedom of speech, freedom of voice. Really? Well, because it seems like unless if I fucking agree with what you're thinking and saying, you want to take my right away, which doesn't make sense. And that's not fair. That's not equal. That's not equality. I know life isn't fair. Okay. I know life isn't about fairness. But we can also help control a bit. With being kind, gentle, caring. You know, we can help a little bit control the balance of life. It's all about the balance of life. That's what it is.
And it was funny. I was watching the movie Elvira, Elvira last night. Oh my gosh, I forgot how funny that movie was. You want to know what made me fucking realize shit? Y'all were all out here, like, you know, with the Salem witch trials, burning all these people who were witches. But in actuality, if they were real witches, do you, you would have think, or would you have thought that they would have just used their power, their so-called witchcraft, their so-called magic, to prevent themselves from being set on fire by the whole community? Because if I was a real witch, I would do that. But see... The thing is, is that you guys were killing innocent fucking people. And it was people, like, say, girls, who were doing things like using herbal practices of medicine. They had spiders all over their house because it keeps the fucking bugs away. Because they didn't have things like fucking Deep Woods fucking bug spray back in, like, fucking 19 fucking... Oh, something. In the 1800s, like, literally. Because in the movie, Alvira, she's, they're like, well, why don't you just use your magic? And she's like, oh, well, right. Oh, yeah, I'm a witch. And she freaking beams her little ring into the sky, brings some freaking rain, and what does it do? Oh, it stops the fire from fucking setting her on fire and burning herself. Now, see, if all these people that you claim to be witches... And evil people, which really were just innocent fucking people that you just basically murdered and set on fire, like, and you couldn't, and you're telling me that you couldn't tell the difference between their fucking cries and screams of being burned alive? Like, you got, like, y'all just stupid, like, really stupid. I was like, to my fiance, I was like, man, where the fuck was I back then? I could have literally been walking around town to town and been like, she's not a witch. Because if she was, she would have been able to prevent herself from being set on fire from the whole fucking town. Like, are you kidding me? If she's so big and powerful and witchy like y'all fucking say she is, because what? She's a woman and she knows how to read? Ooh. Men must feel very, very, very intimidated if women can read. I was going to say, I don't even think I've, I've seen posts of, like, male witches. Were there any male witches? If there were, they'd probably be like, oh, well, she was, he was, uh, he was manipulated by his witchy wife. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. All I'm just saying is that, like, you know, we're having another global reset, especially with the currency. We did this before with the gold and the silver, okay? They stopped. And then before that, they did it with the fucking fur trade, okay? Because before, they used to just trade, you know, oh, you got some fucking sheep wool. I need to make some clothes. I got some, you know whole wheat grains, you need bread and flour, let's trade. And then once that stopped, the government was trading weapons and guns with the First Nations people, and for alcohol, that's also another story to get into that I bet a lot of you people probably don't even know. Uh, yeah, that's mind-blowing, huh? It's mind-blowing. You know, I'm not here to just, like, 
name call to Dean people. I'm just trying to wake you guys up a bit to get you guys to understand that we're not fucking crazy, okay? We're not conspiracists. Okay, conspiracy. The word conspiracy is a group of people who are kind of trying to conspire against the government. I'm not conspiring against the government. I'm trying to get the truth out. There's a difference between setting up a plan to take down and and or harm the government, and there's a difference between exposing the truth and the lies the government has hid and covered up for so many years, which is bullshit. But then you guys are all out here saying, oh, yeah, we need to listen to the to the FDA and the CDC. <laughs> like, do you guys actually hear yourselves? Anyway, I've been ranting for way, way too long. I need to go and make myself sane because of all this stuff so I don't get, you know, stressed out and obviously act like a fool online because... See, I properly know how to uh, calm myself down after I've dealt with idiotic and, uh, sorry, dumb main issues that should have been addressed a long time ago. Certain things, you know, should be addressed. And if we're going to talk about something, like, say, we're going to talk about Aboriginal people, genocide, residential schools, we need to address the whole fucking thing, okay? We don't just address the ones that happen in Canada. We need to address the ones that happened in the U.S. and anywhere else across the fucking world that it happened. Okay? It's not just like, oh, well, right now it's Canada's time. The rest, their time will come. No, okay? If you guys are going to sit there and talk about racism, then you guys need to sit there and you need to deal with talking about it with everybody, okay? Not just surrogate it to certain fucking sections of different colors because now you guys are seriously not even fucking fighting for what you what you want, okay? It's either you want... Racial equality for everybody. Or you're just going to be a controversy asshole and only subject to the people of your ethnic color. Okay? And I, I can go on. I can go on. I can show you tons and tons and tons and tons of fucking reports of people of all fucking colors, of all colors, even, even people in... Ireland, Scandinavian, they're like Russian and like Ukrainian and fucking white and like Roman people, like Romanian people, like Turkish, like these people are white for fuck's sake. And they were slaves, okay? Everybody isn't a slave. You're a slave right now, okay? You're still a slave to your fucking government if you work a fucking nine to five job and you're making minimum wage to about $20 an hour, okay? You were still a fucking slave and you need to wake up. This is Relish FM. I am done. I'm signing off. I hope you guys think about this shit. Okay? Seriously.